What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest, visit a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary. And this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays. So if you're curious about Bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful, amazing, beautiful souls, head to my website for more information, themanifestly.com slash events. Visit the link in the show notes. And yeah, let's let's hang out in Bali. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first ever episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, you already know the vibes, okay? Hey, girl, hey, hey, boy, hey, what's poppin', what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Your Fave. My loves, happy Friday. I believe this episode is going out on a Friday, and I'm so excited for the weekend. I'm excited for this weekend, because it's a Friday as I record this. Let me just say this, okay? I don't know what is in the air. I don't know what is going on energetically. I mean, we know March is a chaotic month, astrologically speaking, but I feel like this entire year so far, and I have, I just keep saying it in every single episode, and maybe that's going to be the thing that I say this year. Y'all know, I feel like in 2022, the thing that I said every single two seconds in any episode was, oh my gosh, you guys, time is flying. Like, how is time flying so fast? This year is giving very much, I'm going to just be saying how incredibly hectic, how incredibly busy, how incredibly chaotic things feel. Like I literally feel like I'm balancing 50 million plates at once and things just keep getting added. It's like, okay, DeAndre, like, let's just give you another plate. Let's give you another thing to handle. That has been today. I woke up and I had a bunch of just like messages from work. There was just a whole thing happening. And I was dealing with that at the same time, just kind of like dealing with life and a bunch of things going on in life. And it is currently one o'clock. I mean, it's still the middle of the workday for me. I just had lunch and I was just like, I just want to sit down and like catch up with y'all. Like, I feel like whenever I feel incredibly either overwhelmed or sometimes I feel like maybe a little bit sad, a little bit down, or I don't know, like whenever I I just need to like have a minute to ground myself like my happy place my place to come for that grounding is here to the show so I just want to extend gratitude to y'all for being here listening to my random musings my random little chats every single week and being a part of this journey because I really do feel like this is my safe space and I hope and pray that it continues to be that as we grow the show but yeah I just want to come sit down and chat with y'all and just kind of like catch up on all the things 
So today we have another guest episode. We're chatting with Kara and Allison from Already Friends. I'm super excited for this episode because I think it was just like a really fun girls chat. It was also the first time that I had two guests virtually. If y'all remember the last time I had two guests on, it was when I had Teray and Tanya on the show. And I feel like that episode was like, what, two years ago at this point? So it was really cool to have two guests. And again, very much just like a girls chatty chit chat kind of episode. We got to know Kara and Allison. I also went on their show, Already Friends. So if you are familiar with their show, you probably already heard the episode where I was on there. But I'm just super excited for us to like dive into that chat with them. But before we do that, I kind of wanted to do a couple new like segments, quote unquote, on the show. I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Okay, maybe not. I feel like I listen to the same five podcasts. Like, let me be for real. I do not listen to a lot of different podcasts. I listen to the same ones and I just listen to them quite often. Like I'll go back and like listen to their old episodes and stuff and one thing that I kind of like is on some of my favorite shows they do like these segments right and I've had this suggestion given to me before for Manifest Daily I feel like I just don't do like a good job of being consistent keeping up with like the whole segment situation but at the same time I don't necessarily feel pressure to do that because I feel like the way that I format the show feels very very much aligned with me but today I don't know I just got like very excited and kid you not like five minutes before I hopped on to record this I was like let me write down a couple things that I could talk about for these segments so let's dive into the first segment that I want to do which is my faves of the week and I just had to chat about this because guys I placed an order the other day on Morphe's website for five lip liners and you know what I should have placed the order for for 10. Let me tell you why, okay? I'm obsessed with their date night lip liner. Y'all, when I tell you, if you are familiar with MAC Chestnut, like everybody and their mama rave about MAC Chestnut. Like MAC Chestnut is that OG lip liner that if you know her, you know her, okay? She does well, she performs well, she does what she needs to do in any given situation. But let me just say this, Morphe Date Night, oh baby, she came to steal the show. She not finna play with y'all. Like when I compare MAC Chestnut and Morphe Date Night side by side, oh my gosh, I hands down reach for Morphe date night every single time. I know, I know. It's it's giving shocker and maybe it's giving shocker because like I have so many MAC lipsticks and I don't know, maybe if you saw my makeup collection, I'm like one of those girlies that still literally to this day misses the OG beauty YouTube days where everybody had that Ikea drawer and it was all filled with makeup. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I miss those days. But let me tell you, Morphe date night, girl. First of all, creamy, <laughs> creamy. Let's talk about it, okay? Pigmented, baby, pigmented. And the price, we can't beat the price. I'm pretty sure MAC is like, what, 20 bucks, I wanna say? Morphe, date night, six bucks. Mm-hmm, yep, six bucks. And I heard a rumor. Now, I haven't done any sort of research on this, which maybe I should have researched before I came on here, but like, you know, here we are. So I heard a rumor that Morphe is going out of business. Is it true? I don't know, but when I did see that tweet on Twitter, I ran. <laughs> I skedaddled my way on over to Morphe's website to order this damn lip liner. First of all, I was also trying to order it on Ulta.com because I have a whole bunch of points that like turns into money at Ulta. But the way Ulta didn't have date night, they had every other shade but date night. I said, what type of, what type of like scam is going on here on the Ulta website, on the Ulta app? But anyways, I went to Morphe's website, ordered a bunch of those lip liners. I'm probably gonna go back and place another order because if they truly are going out of business, I need to have 
this lip liner for the rest of my life, okay? That's how that's how much I love it. I also think I wanna try a couple other products from them. Like I have their foundation, like it's good. I mean, for foundation to truly blow me away, like it needs to really blow me away. Like you feel me? And I feel like the Morphe one, I haven't given it much of a chance though. Like I really need to give it more of a chance. I have so many foundations. Like I think I have so many. Continuously grab the same ones. Continuously reach for the same ones. Uh, it's giving Taurus energy and really I can't stand myself for it because I'm always going for my Dior foundation. That Dior foundation, yep, worth the money. Dior foundation, my NARS foundation, the one in like the square bottle, which I feel like that's a vague description because they have like a million in the square bottle. I'm gonna come back here next week and give y'all names because I don't, I don't really know. I sat down here and, and came up with this little segment thing very last minute, okay? So I, I do not have names of these foundations and they're also not in the favorites list this week. Anyways, so the Morphe Date Night Lip Liner, I'm pretty sure it's in my mailbox as we speak. I need to go get it because the way it's about to hit 80 or 90 degrees in Texas this weekend and the way I ain't trying to have my lip liners out there in the sun in that heat melting, no, no, no. So my next favorite of the week is Set Active Sets, okay? I am very familiar with Set Active. I, you know what? Here's why Set Active popped back up on my favorites, like on my radar. So like years ago, just kidding, not even years ago, like maybe a year ago, year, year and a half, I don't know how long they've been around. I was obsessed when I discovered Set Active and I ordered like a bunch of their sets. Like I had their tops, the ones that look like tank tops, kind of with the spaghetti straps and then the high-waisted leggings. I think from their... Not the Lux form, I think their other set, the one that's kind of like a little bit ribbed, like the tops are a little bit ribbed. Loved my set active sets. And then I got put on to Tala, and y'all know I've been talking all about Tala lately. Tala and Lululemon have been my go-tos. Like if I'm not in either one of those at the gym, then I'm not at the gym basically. But for Christmas, my mom got me this set active set and I love this woman for listening. Like one thing about my mom, she gonna be listening for little hints for gifts. And then all of a sudden your birthday or Christmas pop up and she gets you some set active and you like, how you know about set active? Like you hip? Okay, okay ma'am, I see you. So for Christmas, why is my phone vibrating? LOL, um, rude. So for Christmas, my mom got me a set active set, right? And it was in the shade Canyon, which typically I am such a basic out when it comes to workout sets. Like I typically go for black. Like I used to be a little festive, getting me some patterns in my Lulu and stuff. It's funny because I have a whole bunch of these Lululemon bras and these beautiful like floral patterns that I never and it's not because of the floral pattern because I actually like florals, but it's simply because the bras that I bought from them are like, they're cut a little higher. And so if I don't wear super, super, super high-waisted leggings with them, like a lot of my like midsection is out and I kind of don't like that. Like I'm one of those people where I'm like, like I like to look, show like a little bit of stomach at the gym, but like, not too much. Like you not finna see my belly button at the gym, baby. Mm -mm. That's too much for me. That's too much for me. So my mom got me this, this set and it was in pink. And like, again, a shade that I would never really get myself. And I have been loving that set. Like y'all know when you have a bunch of workout sets and you wear a bunch, like, or just clothes in general, right? But like you have that one fit that like every time you do your laundry, it's like the first to get worn because you love it so much. That is a set active set. I will link this down below. I'll also link the Morphe lip liners. Affiliate links um, will be down below. Gotta say that disclaimer. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna put affiliate links. I don't know if, if they'll let me, but anyways, I will probably do that. So 
That being said, okay, I got an email from Sedactive. I'm on their mailing list the other day and they launched like their business collection or something like that. And so I was like, you know, I, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like business, mm, ha ha ha. Not us wearing like work out close to the office, corporate baddie, but she go to the gym, you know? So I go on the website and I'm like scrolling through, nothing's really catching my eye until, until I get to this onesie. And I don't even know, what do you call these? Like I call them onesies, but I feel like that's the term for like a baby outfit. But you know, um, in some ways I'm baby, you know? <laughs> no, but I see this like one fit and it's like this long sleeve jumper with like a half zip situation. And I could see the fit. I was like, I got my Nike socks on, you know, they bunched up. I got my little sneakers on or whatever. Um, maybe I'm in a pony, probably not, because the way my wigs is set up, I probably got the hair down, you know, the little, the little curly bob. And I was like, that would be such a fit. Like, and I could see myself wearing it one to the gym. Yeah, like lift, 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 whatever. But then also, Two, to run my little weekend errands. Y'all know one thing about me, I'm be running errands. So I literally bought this jumper. First of all, I clicked it. Cause I was, I didn't even look at the price at first. At first I was just like, oh, vibing, whatever, it's cute, it's cute. Put it in my cart. I went and put another one in my cart. I go to the cart. The way that, girl, I had to take one of them shits out of my cart. Cause I looked at the, the, the total and I said, now y'all not finna run my bank account this way. No, no, no. So I'm pretty sure they're like $98 for one, which is like, <laughs> like nauseating, like truly nauseating, but also I love said active and like the quality is truly there. Like same thing with Lululemon, same thing with Tala. I feel like when it comes to really quality workout gear, like I wear it so much that I actually am like very much eager, very, not even eager, that's the wrong word, I'm not eager, but I'm very much quick to like drop big money on workout sets because I know I'll actually use them. So I bought that. So set active back in my favorites. When I get that romper onesie thing, I will show y'all on Instagram. I think it said when I ordered that it's like, what is it like pre-order, but they, I didn't see a date on the website. So I don't know, girl, I, I don't really know when I get it, I get it. But they, they was real quick to charge my PayPal though. They was real quick to charge my PayPal. So I don't know. Okay, so my next favorite is the Summer Fridays Jet Lag Mask. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. You're saying to yourself, Deandra, you are giving late because this has been out for so long. How could you not have tried it? And, you know, I, I honestly have no excuse because I really do like Summer Fridays, like their branding. I Another brand that I've been loving is um, the Outset, Scarlett Johansson's brand, like her skincare. It's actually really good. I tried the serum recently and I went through a full bottle and so, so good. I actually really want to try their oil, which is like a multi-use oil. You could use it on your like face, on your hair, whatever. However, Summer Fridays jet lag mask, like I would always see it and I would be like, ooh, but I never actually bit the bullet and bought the mask. So the other day at Sephora, I bit the bullet, bought the mask, and I love a sleeping mask. I love an overnight mask. One of my favorites recently, I think I mentioned it in another episode when I tried to do this faves thing, I talked about the Kiehl's overnight mask, and that one is so good. Like, it is thick, it is rich, it's giving slugging, it's giving, if you got dry skin, I'ma need you to check this out. Even if you got oily skin, cause I got oily combo, girl, I'ma still put a whole bunch of oil on my face. Stop playing with me. So the Kiehl's one is good, but the Summer Fridays one is good too. It's not as like thick and heavy as the Kiehl's mask. So maybe if you're put off by feeling like something is on your skin or you don't really like a lot of like heaviness on your skin, I would go with the Summer Fridays one. And like, it's not meant to be, I think an overnight sleeping mask. I'm pretty sure it's meant to be like a, you put it on, 
you don't have to rinse it off type thing. But the way that I see it is like, if I'm going to do that, I might as well just wear it at night and have it sort of like hydrate my face as I'm sleeping, get the best of both worlds, you know, fuel up on the sleep, fuel up on the skin hydration. So I have really been loving that. And I'm super, super excited because I'm going to Sephora, I think tomorrow, just to kind of see like what's good, what's tea, what they got over there, whatever. I'm thinking I might actually check out the Rare Beauty Tinted Moisturizer because my friend Carmen hit Carmen if you're listening she told me I have to check this out and I'm not a huge fan of tinted moisturizer like y'all when it comes to me and makeup here's here's my thing okay I'm either like all in or all out like I'm very much like I will be like beat my face like I will have a full face on I'm talking everything except like lashes because I don't really wear lashes but I'll do like a full face or if I don't do that and y'all see me like out and about usually I'll just have like a bit of cream blush on and then maybe I'll like brush my brows into place and have some gloss on like it's never really like a fully in between with like the tinted moisturizer and concealer, no makeup, makeup. Like that's not honestly my vibe. So I... I remember buying a tinted moisturizer from Laura Mercier and like it was a great product, I think, but I just did not like it because I just did not like the feel of having something on my face that didn't really give coverage that was just sitting there. Do you know what I mean? So I'm gonna try the Rare Beauty one though. Again, heard good things. It's been recommended to me by a friend and I wanna try it out and like see what it's giving. So those are my faves of the week. Everything will be linked down below if I send an email this week, which <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Okay, I will include these links in the email as well. For the next segment, I want to talk about what I'm currently reading. Y'all know I love me a good fiction book, a good thriller. Right now, I do have an Instagram account called The MD Book Club where I'm posting reviews. I'm posting fun little graphics of like reading. So if you're like into reading, that kind of thing, check it out. I know I'm like always starting something new, like very much Gemini energy, but you know... I like to think that if you don't go after the things that make you happy and if you don't do the things that make you, that bring you joy, then are you really living? If I decide to start an Instagram and then I decide I don't want to do it anymore, then I mean, that's life, okay? So if you're into reading currently, okay, I have a I have an Instagram. Also, I have the Geneva chat going. I know I mentioned it, I think, in a previous episode. I don't know. I've been like trying to low-key like get ahead of recording, but then I'm like, I don't know when I said what. I don't know when anything is going up when. It's such a gift and a curse because I feel like I have my life together because I feel like, oh, I'm ahead of content, but then I also feel like, I'm like getting too ahead, so I'm like, slow down, you know, slow down <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. But anyways, check out the Geneva chat. I'll link it down below. Um, not a lot of us in there right now, but you know, we love it. We love a cozy energy vibe. If you're going to the Bali trip or if you're going to Bali with me and the rest of Manifest Daily in May 2024, there's a specific private group chat on Geneva for all the Bali girls. So check that out if you're gonna be in Bali with us. I'm so excited for that trip. Like it's about to be Liddy and Tolu coming Oh baby, and it's her birthday in May too. Listen, all the tourists, I'm gonna need y'all to show up, show up for that trip. It's gonna be so lit. Like I cannot wait. But let's talk about what I'm reading right now, okay? So I'm reading One of the Girls by Lucy Clark. I actually found this one on Amazon. I think it was like recommended to me based on what I'm reading. And I have this on my Kindle. I like read pretty much all of my fiction books on Kindle because at night I like turn off all the lights in my room. I get cozy under the covers and I have my Kindle and I'm reading in like the pitch black dark. Like it's, it's, 
it's dark in my room. However, the Kindle Oasis has the backlight so I can see, which is lovely. So I wanna give y'all a little synopsis of this book so you can see if like maybe this is something you'd be into. And I'll also link the book down below as well. The latest twisty psychological thriller from internationally best-selling author Lucy Clark, One of the Girls, is the delicious story of a bachelorette trip on a stunning Greek island that ends in murder. It was supposed to be the perfect weekend away. Six very different women travel to a sun-soaked Greek island for a bachelorette trip to celebrate Lexi's upcoming wedding. From the glorious ocean views to the quaint tavernas and whitewashed streets, the vacation seems too good to be true. But dangerous undercurrents run beneath the sunset swims and midnight cocktails because each of the women is hiding a secret. Someone is determined to make sure that Lexi's marriage never happens and that one of them doesn't leave the island alive. Gripping, twisty, and full of sun-soaked suspense, this timely thriller examines the joys of female friendship as well as the deadly consequences when a relationship goes wrong. So I'm currently reading this. I'm about, I would say like five, six of the way through. And so far it's good. I feel like it's a little bit slower than I expected. It definitely, I mean, based on like the synopsis that I just read for y'all, it gives very much like, it would be a bit more fast paced. Like it would be a bit more like drama, like almost like Real Housewives meets like an ID, and what is it called? International Discovery? I don't know, like an ID network, you know, documentary or whatever about murder. However, it is a bit more slow paced. And because of that, it's just taking me a little bit longer to get through it. Um, I'm almost done though. Things are kind of starting to unravel. I feel like it's gonna be one of those books where we get to the last couple of chapters and all of a sudden everything starts to unravel and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm trying to keep up. I don't really like those as much. I prefer for things to kind of like build and for me to feel that suspense as I go through and then you kind of like hit me with that bang at the end. But this one doesn't feel like that as much. But I will be giving my full review over on the MD book club. I will link that down below as well um, once I'm actually done with this book so y'all can see what I thought of it. But so far, it's okay. Definitely not my favorite thriller, but I, you know, let me give it a chance. Let me finish it up and then give y'all a full review at the end. So my loves, let's go ahead and dive into our chat with our guests for the week. So our guests for the week are friends. They're literally best friends turned co-hosts, Allison and Kara. They talk about everything from self-help to their lives, their careers, relationships, and more. New episodes of their show, Already Friends, drop every Friday. So sit back, relax, and get ready to dive into this conversation with me, Allison and Kara. Grab, you know, whatever drink of choice you want. I recently picked up a very floral gin. I've, be I've become a girl that likes gin. Shout out to Tolu for putting me on because before tea, I never had gin before, but I feel like Honestly, I mean, for any of y'all that drink and you've never tried gin, I feel like gin for me, at least, I don't know, maybe it's just the gin that I have tried. I don't really get like hangovers with gin, I find, and well, a little bit of a headache, but you know, that, that's that's one thing that we can handle, okay? But I've been enjoying that. So anyways, grab yourself a little tequila, maybe a little gin, a little floral gin, and let's go ahead and dive into this week's guest episode. Allison and Kara to Manifest Daily. How y'all doing today? Hello. So good. Good. Hello. 
<laughs> I know. So we just finished recording for your podcast, Already Friends. So I will link that episode down below to make sure that everyone who is listening to this one can go listen to that conversation after. But I love to always start with like a little intro question to like, you know, get people to know who y'all are, what you do, that kind of thing. So can we do a little intro? Can you talk about Already Friends and what Already Friends is about? Okay, so Karen and I both individually wanted to start podcasts. We knew each other from our hometown, but in college, we went into different things. And there was one time when Kara was back in our hometown and we were both like sharing our goals with each other and how we both wanted to start a podcast. And we're like, let's just do it. And I feel like we just had this blind faith that it was going to work out because from the dinner that we concepted it to our first episode was only like two months time. Yeah. And I feel like what makes our podcast go really well and our friendship is that we're both on the we're both are so similar but we also have our own strengths like we are complete opposites with our strengths and what we can do but at the core we're like the same person a little bit so Allison is such the artistic eye creative designer director of the show and the Instagram and just all the aesthetics and I'm more of like I can email 10 people in 10 minutes or like I can you know reach out and like book people and like do that logistics side so I think the blend of our talents goes together so well which if you're ever looking for a business partner or someone to do something with like try to keep an eye out for the people that you mesh with super well but also bring something that you don't bring to the table but then our show is called already friends because we try to just have conversations where we are open and vulnerable and whoever's jumping in and listening can feel like they're already friends with us we try to keep to not have our walls up we try to let them down and just say what we're feeling even if we know it's not I don't know quote unquote the status quo to talk about or just to share so I feel like that makes us build really good relationships with our listeners and people can write in to us and share what they're going through and we can talk about it on the show and yeah it's just kind of like a community where when you jump in we try to be real and keep it real and have fun conversations but as we mentioned when you were on the show just a couple hours or just an hour ago we also like to talk about leveling up and like being the best version of yourself so we have fun but we also work hard too yeah and I think think what actually one of our strengths is is that we're just like normal people there's so many great podcasts out there but they're already experts in some field or they're already famous for something but I feel like one of our strengths is that we're just regular midwest girls like trying to live a better life day by day and we felt that there was an unmet need in the population of young adult women navigating their life that just needed like a little pushing and prodding into the right directions and to feel like that there were other people out there like them I also love that y'all are you said opposites I feel like my like all of my very close friends it's like that as well where it's like we're kind of the same but we're also very much opposite but we share a lot of like the same values and like maybe the same sense of humor and a similar not like the same goals but we are goal oriented those kinds of things I feel like that's what really matters with long-term relationships and friendships like versus I don't know, some of the other little things that I I find don't really matter in those. So I love that y'all are opposites in that way. Yeah, some of the things we're opposite at are so funny and, like, obviously different. Like, me and Allison will travel together, and my suitcase will be on the left side of the room, and, like, my shit is everywhere. I have, like, things flying across the room, and Allison's suitcase is on the right side of the room. And, like, she has her packing cubes, and, like, she'll pull one thing out and put everything back. So it's, like, those things on the surface level are so different. But, like you said, it's, like the true friendships that will stand the test of time hopefully you have those things that you're both aligned with and you have those goals that you both want to achieve together 
or at least help each other lift each other up exactly yeah so speaking of goals like i want to get into some of your 2023 goals okay i know y'all are goal getters (laughs) so what are y'all looking forward to in 2023 and what are some of your goals for me in 2022 I just set so many goals and it was way more about me like going out and trying to get things and I think I'm going to try the opposite approach this year and let more things come to me and just lean into the ease. What's been more normal for me my whole life is just being like very masculine energy, like go get it done, hard work, grind, hustle, pull the all-nighters, like whatever I needed to do to get things done. And in the last like year and a half, I'm just like, let me just try a different approach. Like, let me try sleeping for eight hours a night. Let me try having a slow morning. Let me just see what can come into my (laughs) bubble of life without trying to force things. So it's kind of hard to tangibly say what my goal is around that, but just letting ease and peace and balance come into my life. (laughs) It's giving soft girl era. (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, I have a few goals but they all kind of come around the same word I picked for the year of delayed gratification I'm trying to do things this year yeah that maybe aren't going to be fruitful in a month or two months or even by the end of the year but can hopefully set me up for success in 2024 2025 or even like 2030 so that's the word I'm focusing on just letting myself put in those things in place and be consistent that will help me in the future Allison, do you have a word? Yes, mine is location independence. I have a vintage shop back in Omaha, Nebraska that I've had for a few years. And before that, I did a very different type of work. I was a bar and nightclub manager for three and a half years. And so I've always been very tied down to the location that I live in. And a big part of what I want for myself in the year and years forward is being able to work from anywhere at any time. I think for so many people, the pandemic really opened our eyes to be like, okay, there's a lot of ways to make money without having to go commute to the office every day. And being in an entrepreneurship role I have that power to set myself up for that, but it's taking some pivoting in my business. So I'm actually in Joshua Tree right now for a month trying to figure out what that looks like. But yeah, a huge goal of mine is to figure out how can I make money from anywhere at any time without having to be tied down to Omaha, Nebraska. I think when it comes to money that um, another thing that I've recently like, not even recently, but one thing that I really like learning about is just people who make a lot of money i don't know why but it is well i do know it challenges that belief that we can't make a lot of money in a short period of time like you know those stories where people are like i made three hundred thousand dollars in a month and not to say that anyone needs three hundred thousand dollars in a month to live but it kind of goes along with i don't know it just reminded me of that as y'all were talking about like location independence and also delayed gratification this idea of expansion and expanding I guess what you believe is possible for you. And I just was thinking about this video I saw on Twitter yesterday where someone's talking about that in the terms of abundance and money. 100%. That's something that I think we both are always open to attracting more into our lives. And <laughs> yeah, I think that reminds me of a video I even saw. It was just like, you need to be able to normalize in your own mind that you can make $100,000 a month or have a $20,000 a month or $30,000 a month. Like the first step to you personally want to make more money is like start normalizing that that's possible so I love that you said that too 
Yeah. And even nor- like the way we normalized, I guess, location independence during COVID when we realized like, okay, there are a lot of people that worked in the office every single day, but they're able to do their jobs from home and do it, you know, if not the same, maybe much better being that they're in a more comfortable environment for themselves and they're able to be a little bit more focused. So I think we normalized remote work um, recently. And I think I'm personally working on like normalizing and understanding that I don't necessarily need to like do the most to make more money and that money you know I always say I attract a lot of money in abundance but like I think it's about expanding your mind even further and realizing that like there is more that's possible for you all the time so yeah just kind of a little bit of a tangent but it reminded me of that but I want to know how are y'all working on making 2023 your best year yet like how are you working on i guess location independence and how are you working on being better at delayed gratification okay so like i said i'm in joshua tree right now so i'm like actively working through this process and there have been multiple times where i've caught myself thinking that i'm like on vacation and being like okay well once i get home and my stores reopen again then like money will be coming back in and it's like been like a daily challenge to be like no if this, if you want your life to be location independent right now, what can you do today to set yourself up for that? So it's like been such a 180 in my brain of like, I don't have to go home to make money. I'm not on vacation. If this is the life that I want, what, what would I be doing if I wasn't going home in a few weeks? Like better start making digital downloads, better start getting on more podcasts, better start taking those actions that are going to set myself up for that. So yeah, it's a very, active work in process right now but we talked about this on our podcast visualizing myself in the future of like okay well if I'm just in Italy for a month how am I making money there I'm not waiting to come back home to make money I'm doing it while I'm on the go yeah I love that I think for me with the delayed gratification word of the year taking a very harsh look at what my day-to-day looks like and setting in the habits I think I'm really leaning in habits to get to where I want to be of what time should I be waking up? Why are you snoozing your alarm if you're not waking up at that time? Like, what methods do you need to implement to be able to wake up when your alarm goes off? So one method Allison has shouted and that I've seen on TikTok is the Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, get the fuck up. Like, you need to get up when you count down from five and like, that works. Or like, taking a look at where you're not doing great and finding a way to change that habit that you're falling Mm -hmm. into. So getting up earlier, that's an example of a habit that I'm changing for me and just spending how I spend my time. I found that when I am time blocking and that's something you mentioned on our episode or when I'm actually focusing on making these small changes in the morning and just being better at managing my time in the morning, I'm seeing better time management in the afternoon, in the evening. And like I'm being more productive just by focusing on a small part of my day and it's literally having a ripple effect on the whole rest of the day so small changes that hopefully amass to a bigger change yeah it's like a mix of from both of you I'm hearing the mindset shift and almost like I hate the term acting as if because it sounds like you're being fake and you're not really being yourself but like really just being that person that knows like okay I can not be in the same town as my store or you know be in a specific location but I'm still going to make money regardless of where I am so you're almost like stepping into that version of yourself and then Kara with you you're doing the same thing but with your actions you're like auditing your life of okay what am I doing that's not aligned (laughs) with the things that I want and how can I change that behavior behavior which I mean my word of the year is discipline so it's it's 
kind of a mix of like, obviously there's mindset involved with discipline, but there's also the actions, right? Of being consistent, being committed to something, making sure that I am auditing what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis and asking myself, is it aligned with like the bigger goals? So I love this. I love this. And I feel like these are like some really good 2023 goals, but how do you then deal with, I guess, like loss of motivation during, I guess, working on your goals? For me, it was really figuring out like what makes me not motivated and living in the Midwest, a huge part of that is like the cold of the winter. Like I'm just someone who loves the sun and I like to be able to go outside and go for a morning walk without four layers on and knowing this about myself. Last winter, I spent a few weeks down in Mexico and I recognized how much that did for my soul and my inspiration. And once I got home from that trip, I was way more motivated and inspired to work towards things. So I tried to get on top of it this year and have been here in the Joshua Tree Palm Springs area since December 20th. And I know that that's not achievable for everyone but like the foundational block to my personal success is like I need warmth and normally I just go on a trip for like a week and it's like okay well that fills me up but like what happens when I get home so that's another part of this location independence is like how can I be in a place that makes me feel my best and recognizing that maybe it isn't where I have always been and I think for me it's kind of two things one if I feel like I've lost motivation you know I think that I found that I kind of work in sprints so maybe I go hard at something for three weeks and then I need a break so I just allow myself to take that break but kind of tell myself okay you can have a break for like a weekend or if it is a week take a week and I'm thinking like the lens of content creation at least for me so if I need a break for three days I let myself take that break and then I try to get back onto it so I think taking inventory of what your work style is or how you operate and just accepting that. But then another thing that might be a reason that I've lost motivation is taking a look at and seeing if what I was even trying to accomplish was not even aligned. Do I actually even want that? Because I feel like if you lose motivation, maybe it's, you know, a sign that what you're even pursuing maybe wasn't even something that you actually want. Maybe it's something that you told yourself you wanted or maybe some external voices, people in your life told you that you wanted. And it's okay to stop pursuing that. If you take a look and you're like, actually, I don't need to work harder for a new car. Like, I like my car. Or I don't need to pursue this friendship if it's flopping or things like that. I was reading this book and the author was talking about how we don't need motivation. We need discipline. And it's kind of like a hard concept to wrap around. But like, truly, if you just want something like you'll you'll grind it out and you'll discipline yourself to do it because I, yeah I don't know motivation is like more fleeting but if you can teach yourself to be a disciplined person then that's going to win in the long run I love that whoever said that because <laughs> I agree I think exactly what you said motivation is fleeting and there are days where I'm like super motivated and I you know I get up and I'm like okay let's go let's get to everything that I have to do on my to-do list but there are other days where I wake up and it's it's not there for me and I feel like if you want to be consistent with something because we know consistency is such a big part of obviously achieving something over the long term you have to do that thing over and over and over and over again and there are going to be times where you don't want to do it but I feel like it's hard because there's this like 
I almost feel like people have come to vilify discipline and chalk it up to this very um, aggressive, like, 4 a.m., wake up and get to your goals and don't sleep and don't eat, like, kind of mentality. And I feel like yeah, that's that's a bit extreme. I mean, I love to sleep and I also love to, to eat my Cheetos and my ice cream, but I also know that it, it will take consistency, consistency to get to my goals. So I feel like it's finding that balance with discipline, like, still being disciplined, but also maybe not taking it to the extreme if it, if if you don't want it to be extreme because the extreme gives burnout energy to me but I, personally i guess it can just be whatever you want to be disciplined in is like like i said one of my things for the year is being disciplined to getting eight hours of sleep which is hard for me because i want to yeah. stay up late and it's like no get in bed before midnight and so i think you can take it in whatever way suits the goals and the life that you want to have yeah i like that being disciplined with like going to bed because yeah, that's also what I struggle with sometimes <laughs> too. But it does help because it leads into the rest of your day too. Like if you're if you don't get a lot of rest and then you have a lot of things planned for the next day, you're gonna be tired and you might not be motivated or you might not have the energy to do all the things because you didn't go to bed at eleven like you told yourself you would. And I've yeah, been it's so true about the motivation versus discipline. <laughs> if you're only relying on having motivation, no one can have hundred percent motivation to do something all the time. That's kinda why I'm taking a look at my habits and seeing what I can just automate, I feel like I thrive when I just have what I know I need to do every single day and just can fly through the day and like automate those processes so that I can achieve those goals and be on that path to having that delayed gratification. Which is funny because my job, I'm a producer and I go work on travel shoots, which is so not routined at all. It's like a very different day every single time. But, you know, it's fine. We do what we can. For me, last year, one of my goals was to do 200 yoga classes, and that practice changed my life. Like, if I would be having a stressful day or something, then I would go to yoga, and everything would just, like, settle and make my mindset so much better, and I would notice if I hadn't gone to class for a few days that I would be, like, antsy and unsettled, and then the minute I went to class, I'm like, okay, all is good, so personally that's very important for me I wish that I could achieve that same type of yoga practice at home by myself but leaving my house and going to an actual studio yoga class is way different for me and it helps way more I also am so guilty of indulging in like the longest hottest showers ever I try to be pretty mindful about my footprint but like there's just I don't know it's out the window I'm taking a long hot shower yeah I'm also with you on working out uh, I like doing Pilates and that definitely is the way I take care of my body which also helps you take care of your mind Love. it's all connected um doing lots of walks one of my favorite self-care forms is to go for a walk either outside or on the treadmill and just listen to a podcast I'm a big podcast girly so I don't know that always brings up my mood gives me those high vibes but yeah, doing a good skincare routine, take care of my skin, getting facials every two to three months. Allison got me into facials, and I'm very happy about that because that is just, I don't know, it's like a nice way to take care of yourself and feel a little bougie and nice. Getting my nails done, stuff like that. Reading, no phone for the last like hour before I go to bed. That helps me unwind because you really start to realize how anxious your phone can make you at night so I try to not do social media on my phone for at least 30 minutes to an hour before bed so oh yeah speaking of the phone thing I say this on our podcast already friends all the time but at home I charge my phone in my living room we me and my boyfriend have like a no phone in our bedroom policy and it's been like that for at least like two years 
And I noticed like at home, it's so much better for me. Like I go to bed, but right now in Joshua Tree, I've been plugging my phone in in the bedroom that I'm staying because it's a smaller space. And I even noticed in like the last two weeks, I'm like, ugh, like I'm spending too much time on my phone or I'm checking it first thing in the morning. And so obviously I could just go plug it in the hallway, but the other people I'm traveling with, I don't want my alarm just like going off in the hallway while they're trying to have their morning. But that is like one of my biggest tips for life. It helps your night routine. It helps your morning routine. It helps your sleep routine. And then when their alarm is going off, you can just get right out of bed. You're not going to leave your bedroom, go out into the hallway, go into the living room and then get back into bed or you might, but it's, it's harder too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like phone policy. I don't do that. In fact, I mean, mine is like really bad. I don't think this is good for your brain, but like my phone is kind of like low key <laughs> under my pillow when I sleep, like not directly under my head, but a little off to the side because like I want the alarm there, like kind of like in my ear when I wake up, but I don't know, maybe I should look into that. Cause I'm like, I do tend to check my phone first thing in the morning, but I'll usually check, which is probably also really bad. Like, I usually Mm -hmm. check, like, my work email. I know. Like, I'll check my work email, and then I know, I know. If I see something that has me panicked, I'm panicked (laughs) as I get up. So I see see the connection here. But it's crazy because (laughs) I want to try that. For me, when I don't have a morning routine or if I don't follow my morning routine, I'll wake up late and then go and check my phone right away. But if I make a plan for what I'm doing in the morning, like, get up at 6 or 6.30, let my dog Margo out, and then go to Pilates. I could take a whole Pilates class and then check my phone after because I'm like, I have to go. Like, I have to wake up at this time, and I have to let her out, and I have to make it in time. So I don't know. Maybe if you are someone who wants to get better at, like, checking your phone right away, make a plan in the morning and stick to it. And we always say this on our podcast. If if you want to wake up early, book those workout classes because mine charges you $20 oh. if you don't show up. And there's no way in hell I'm paying $20 because I want to sleep in and get another like 30 minutes of sleep. So, yep, that was me. I used to go to Club Pilates and that fee. Oh, my God. I remember there was one week where, oh, my God, I think I didn't make it to like two or three classes. And I was like, girl messy messy so, <laughs> I, literally tell my I, friends, do, I do like that i'm like i would rather be like pooping and having diarrhea or something in their bathroom before i cancel and get charged which my friend was like you know you can like call it if you're sick i'm like okay that's good to know but you can't if i was sick and i did not know that i would be in there before they charge me 20 dollars. Yeah. but nonetheless About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? 
It's just one scoop. One scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know what? I've been telling myself I want to do more classes at the gym mm-hmm. in the coming months. But usually I'll like go and do my own thing. So I'm like, I'm not tied to a specific time schedule again work is also kind of flexible and I kind of like log on I don't really log on at nine so I feel like I'm in the morning like oh la di da like let's take our time which is nice because I don't like being rushed but then again you know here I am checking the work email as I get up in the morning so gotta figure out we gotta set some some rules around I gotta be more disciplined when it comes to that because yeah but I love that uh, what about manifestation rituals or like anything that y'all do around, I guess, a manifestation practice? I think we talked a bit about some of this on your show, but I'd love to hear more about what you do. For me, my big two are journaling and Pinterest. And even when I was a kid, like my mom's a college professor, so I've always enjoyed writing. Like when I was in college, I'd like enter writing competitions and then like I'd won a few awards. Like for me, writing is like just my safe space like I need to get the thoughts out of my head in my hallway closet I have a stack like feet high of all the journals that I usually do about one journal a month so it's honestly maybe um a little too much and I texted Kara this so I only brought one pen and I am very (laughs) specific about my pens they need to be the TOL brand black ink 0.7 millimeters they're the best pens they're jelly enough but (laughs) yes a luxury pen. I only brought one. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I have a whole pack at home and my pen ran out of ink. And I, was it? I texted Karen. I was like, dude, my pen ran out of ink. I didn't know what to do. So I had to like send myself an email of my morning thoughts. <laughs> but in the, like, in the Airbnb, I would like open all the drawers. And I'm oh like, there's God. not one pen, not one pencil. What is going on? Like, is this 1940? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so for me, writing and vision boards, <laughs> the background of my laptop is a bunch of pictures that I just pieced together and made it like a 16 by 9, the screen screensaver on my phone. Pinterest is honestly probably my favorite form of social media because I love how it's just less numbers oriented. Like I feel like I can get on there and just enjoy content without needing to feel like, yeah. I don't know, like, oh, this is viral. This is not viral. Like you have to interact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I really lean into my yearly goals for my manifestation practice. I I know goals and writing your resolutions are a hotly debated topic, but for me, it's like 
I know that I'm going to write these down on January 1st and that holds me accountable. So I kind of use that as my North star for the year. Um, I was really excited to have you on our show because I am kind of hoping to get more of a, more of a routine around my spirituality because I do journal every single day. I do the five minute journal and that helps me practice gratitude. And I write down those affirmations, which I really like. And that's definitely a part of my manifestation in spirituality, but now I'm definitely looking to add more tools to my toolbox because something that we did at the end of the year on our show, we did like a eight pillars of wellness evaluation and we kind of evaluated every single wellness category in our lives. And I gave like a score for each one. So for physical for me, I was like nine out of 10, 10 out of 10. And for social, I had a really high score, but spiritual was a little bit lower. So that's definitely something I love your show for is to tap into that more. And I'm hoping to make it more of a routine. I also wanted to shout out Notion. Yeah, are, DeAndra, well, are you a Notion girl? Okay, I'm trying to get into I literally have the thing open right now, and I just bought a literal <laughs> $100 template the other day. Have I figured out how to use it? No. Will I? Possibly. <laughs> oh, my God. It is Not such sure. a learning curve. I think it was like two winters ago. I was like, okay, I'm taking the whole weekend, like hood up. No one talked to me. Phone away. No. I'm figuring out this Notion thing. I'm setting it up. And it did. It took me so many hours. And now I have it. And it is like, oh, it's so satisfying. All the tabs, like I have a tab for the podcast. I have a tab for my goals. I have a tab for money. I have a tab for my dream life. And it's just kind of like my, when I open my laptop, it's like my home page, And it just reminds me of the places I want to go, the things I want to accomplish. And one of the quotes that I have right at the top is you can do every, you can do anything, but you can't do everything because one of my biggest problems is I'm like, Ooh, I want to do this and this and this and this. And I just get so excited and I see something online. I'm like, maybe I should be doing that. Maybe I should be going there. And it grounds me when I open that and be like, all right, laser focus. What, what are we trying to accomplish here? So it, yeah. if you're wondering if you should take the time to do it, Oh, definitely. I recommend. Well, I paid for this template, so we got to figure something out. <laughs> but I will say I love Pinterest as well. Like, I love to do like a vision board in it. And I have the same thing as well on my laptop. I have like my vision board and then I also have it printed. I did um, Printful and I printed it as like a poster and I framed it. And then I also have it on my phone. But wow. also a little tip for y'all. If y'all have Apple Watches, I also have an album on my Apple Watch that's like for the pictures that show up there. And I have it as pictures from my vision board. So like, you know, I would do my workout and see a Porsche Cayenne like pop up, mm. no, you know, on my watch. Just things like that. So I feel like having that is helpful too because it's just like integrating those things throughout your day and like making it normal to see that or like like think about it throughout your day if that that makes sense so so yeah I love that and then also I think the goals too I mean I find I really like goal setting and maybe it just comes down to the organization bit but I feel like having the clarity for me is so important in the manifestation process so to be able to say okay this is what I am actively working towards this is what I am you know setting my intention on putting my energy and focus on like that's so important and I feel like if I don't have goals written down I feel a little bit aimless and lost so I, I think it can go both ways for people some people are more like you know into the vibe like they have their big vision and they're more like I'm gonna just vibe with the things that I know are kind of in line with that versus me I'm like let me let me write down the yearly goals and then every month I do monthly goals and manifestations that are essentially whatever the big goal is like broken down into multiple things and I categorize them as well yeah big type of energy <laughs> no, that's great 
She's a Taurus. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of the things that y'all have manifested uh, in the last couple years? Like, okay, your favorite things. Like maybe like one or two or three. I don't know. Okay. Speaking of signs, I'm a Libra and I feel like ties in really well to two of the bigger things that I've manifested. I love beautiful things. I love aesthetic things. I'm also a total romantic. And a couple years ago, I would always say to my mom, like, I'm going to marry this mountain man. Like in my mind, I knew exactly what my dream man husband looked like. He had long hair. He had a beard. He could just run and pick me up and throw me over his shoulder. But he was loyal. (laughs) But he was like also low key, like not really on social media. But I was like, "Mm, I'm going to find this diamond in the rough. I don't know where. I don't know how. But like, I'm going to marry my mountain man. And I've also just always dreamed of having this like big studio with like white walls amazing natural lighting and okay I'll start with my boyfriend so I had a different (laughs) boyfriend in college and when we when I graduated we broke up he was a great guy but he just he wasn't my mountain man and feel it so I reconnected with this guy I knew from high school but we hadn't seen talked nothing in six and a half years and I go to meet him in South Dakota I drive up to his place and I literally see him on the doorstep and I'm like, mm, that's my fucking mountain man. There he is. Like, I will marry this guy. And I called my mom literally the next morning. It was just going to be like a little date. Like maybe we went and got dinner. Oh no. I stayed the next seven nights, but yeah, oh I called my, my mom. Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I called my mom and I was like, oh yeah, I'll be marrying him. And since that day, we've been together four and a half years. We live together. We'll definitely be getting married at some point. I love that oh my gosh okay she was like I am here and I'm not going home (laughs) no literally I just started telling him that he was my boyfriend and he just accepted okay that is the energy that we all need to approach this year with okay that is it (laughs) I feel like it sounds a little manipulative when I say it back like that but like it was fine (laughs) to me it's giving clarity it's giving I'm telling you what I want period (laughs) (laughs) speak it into existence literally and figuratively yeah it's perfect and then on the living space my mountain man boyfriend and I were in Ecuador and we were we spent we were gonna spend longer but it was 2020 and we were supposed to be backpacking all of South America but it come end of February COVID started happening and they're like oh we got to get home and in the rush and the chaos of it, it was like okay well now we need a place to live and this dream apartment that I had in mind, I just knew I was going to somehow get it. And so I went to actually tour a different place and the leasing agent, I guess you'd call her. She was like, no, I have another spot for you. This is going to be it. We walk in and I'm like, it is this massive, like second floor apartment that's above like a bar thing. And it's all South facing windows. There's like a back porch. She also happened to be the owner. So she was like, you can do whatever you want with it. And I was like, all right, here's my kidney. What do you want? I don't care how much it costs. Like, I don't know what the agreements are, but I will take it. And she was like, I'm actually supposed to be showing it to someone in like 30 minutes. And I was like, no, you're not. I will like tie myself to the door. And so, yeah, yeah, I've been living there ever (laughs) since. Wow. Okay. I love anything that has to do with like manifesting like divine connections and also spaces. Like I'm big and you know, it tracks hello, like, uh, Libra and Taurus are ruled by Venus. So it makes sense. Oh, yeah. We like the pretty things. We, we like do. Love. We love the material things, the aesthetics, the, yeah. So, makes sense. Makes sense. 
way for you guys i i'm like i don't know if that's me but i appreciate you guys we need you guys in the world i'm like the most unesthetic person i ever, don't but, believe that at um all. <laughs> like at all <laughs> i would be maybe i'm like 60 percent. you guys are no. like 100 percent. i'm like two-thirds no i don't know i i guess i have i have a libra moon so i guess i do yeah. have that a little bit but um my sign is pisces so with my stories you're gonna see this a lot i'm very much head in the clouds like if i can dream it i can do it vibe so when i was in college i have been a photographer since 2011 and so like did high school senior photos dabbled in weddings here and there but when i was in college i'm like i don't want to be a professional photographer but i had this exact definition in my mind of what my dream job was and I knew that I could get my dream job like no one could tell me otherwise and I turned down any opportunity that was not my dream job so my dream job was getting to travel and getting to do a little bit of photography but that not being my full thing like I didn't want to be a photographer full-on but if I got the chance to do it I would love to like do it on the side still in my job so it's junior year senior year, I'm like looking at opportunities and everything and I found this company beautiful destinations well they weren't hiring when I was graduating so I'm like okay well I'll just wait it out like <laughs> I'm just gonna wait until they're hiring and I don't know I was like working my photography doing some weddings after I graduated and just like I knew that I was gonna get a job there I don't know how but yeah February the February after I graduated they posted like a post-graduation internship and I'm like okay that is my job like it was a three-month internship on their production team where you got to go and travel help produce photo and video shoots um it's a small team so they want someone who kind of does like an ace of spades or jack of all trades that can do a little bit of everything so someone who can like take photos or like take social shots so I ended up getting that internship and then it turned to a full-time job and it was like literally exactly what I told myself in like 2017 what I was gonna get and yeah I just kind of trusted it and let it ride out and yeah four years later I'm still working with them okay both of these stories are so cool because it's like obviously when y'all were going through that experience like you had to have that faith right like you both knew exactly what you wanted and you were like anything that's not that um it's gotta go it's like not for me I feel like that's when you when it comes to manifestation mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of sometimes the hard part is like when you're in that in between when you're presented with things that aren't what you want exactly to have the the faith to be like actually no the thing that I want exists and I'm going to say no to this because I know the other thing is coming and even though people might think I'm a little insane I believe in myself and I believe in what I'm manifesting and obviously it's worked out so it just shows you like literally holding out for the thing that you really want um it might be hard but you will get to enjoy the, what is it? The fruits of your labor in the end. So yeah. Yes. I was going to say something that we talked about when you were on our show, aligned action. It's like, you know, saying that you want to manifest something and just saying that you want that is a wish, but taking those aligned actions got both of us. And I'm sure everyone who's manifested something to where we're supposed to be. So yes, of, of course I was just waiting at the job, but I was learning and sharpening my photography skills and like going to conferences and networking like building connections so I wasn't just like sitting at home like yeah okay I'm just gonna refresh LinkedIn every single day until they post it's like no doing other (laughs) stuff too behind the scenes so yeah yeah I was gonna hone in on two aspects of it emphasizing the patience part like that it will come and it can be Mm -hmm. tough you know when it's not maybe happening on the timeline that you want but knowing that it will happen but also being a reflection of what you want to attract so like for my mountain man boyfriend I'm like okay well what part do I have in this like 
okay, so I meet this dream guy. Like, why is he going to choose me back? Or like with this apartment, like how can I reflect like, I'm going to take care of this space. I'm going to honor this space. I'm going to be the best fucking tenant that this space has ever had so that those things know that you, I don't know, you deserve to come into connection with them. Yeah. It's like you're a match. Like making sure that you're an energetic match for that thing that you're calling in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know you're both in relationships and I love to chat about dating on the show. So we got to get into that tea. Okay. So like, how did you meet your partner? Yeah, I think for me, it goes back to college. My sophomore year of college, this is 2015. I graduated in 2018, for anyone who's wondering. I'm 26. But back in 2015, I was at a frat party, and there was a really cute guy across the room, and I'd never been to this frat before. My roommate, her best friend, was dating a guy in this fraternity, and so she's like, we got to go to Lambda Chi. Like, they're, they're so fun. Let's go. I'm like, okay. And it's like the first week of school, and so I see this guy across the room, and immediately I'm like, who is that? <laughs> I was like, go right up to him. And I was like, Ooh. I was like, what are you drinking? Can I, can I try it? I'm like, so annoying. And I like, you know, just strike up a cup. No. Oh my God. It's bold. I love <laughs> That's it. That's my hot tip. If you ever want to talk to someone hot or talk to someone that you're nervous or like you need something to talk about, point out an object. So he was holding like a bottle of tequila. And I was like, what is that? Can I try that? Boom. Broke the ice. But yeah, then he, I didn't, I guess we like hung out that night, but then I went back to that frat the next week, and then he asked me on a date. So we went on a date, and it was super great. I lived in a sorority house at the time, so when I was walking out to his car, like, everyone was on the top balcony, like, screaming. Um, And later on, (laughs) yeah, no, like, literally 20 girls, like, screaming because they all knew. But I think, like, a few months later, I was like, you know, I don't like that you didn't open the door for me on our first date. And he's like, how could I? There was 20 people outside screaming. I was so scared and nervous. I'm like okay fair so yeah we did in college and then after college like Alice was saying like when I was in that moment of that time of being patient and waiting for the right opportunity he kind of didn't know what he was doing with his life either it was kind of trying to figure it out and we were both just like kind of all over the place because I wanted to move to New York he wanted to live in Chicago he also didn't know what he wanted to do and I didn't really know what I was doing so we ended up breaking up, which is crazy. Um, and because it was just like, I'm not willing to sacrifice what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Like, I knew I was supposed to move to New York. And like, I love you. but I'm like, not willing to like, live a life where I wondered if I if I didn't do that, like, what would my life be like, which is that was such a tough decision at the time. And I, you know, I moved to New York, and he figured out his career got a job and is, you know, became like an apprentice and like learning a lot of things. And then six months later, which it was fully a breakup was not a break but six months later I saw him at a wedding and we like reconnected and it was kind of like you had to like focus on yourself and that was for me like going and taking that risk and taking that job but also I think I kind of like realized what I didn't have when it was gone and then we did long distance then with COVID I ended up moving in with him and living with him here in the Midwest because the company I work for closed their office forever so now we live together and yeah things are great and we got engaged this summer so wedding coming soon thank you wedding in 2024 so yeah that's my story yeah Uh, oh my gosh especially okay so like I love that you chose yourself right and you chose kind of like okay this is a thing that I really know I want to do and as much as I love you like I love myself like you you know you're the the top priority in your life so you even though you chose yourself like it all ended up working out in the end because you guys were meant to be but you got back together when that time was right and yeah mm-hmm. oh. yeah which I kind of say to people I'm like I don't always 
recommend like, oh, just, you know, you can always get back together. If, if it works out, it works out. But I think you just need to take a look at your situation. And for us, it wasn't like, oh, if we get back together, like we both like just fully went into it breaking up. And then, yeah, we, we both got what we needed, I guess, out of our careers. And then yeah. things just ended up working out. So, yeah. About a year ago, I wanted to elevate my health and wellness journey. I was so tired of taking all these different supplements every single day. So instead of adding more, I decided I wanted to simplify and try AG1. It's one of the best decisions I made in 2023. I now feel more energized and mentally clear daily. My skin has even more of a healthy and brighter glow and my digestion has improved. Like I said, I first gave AG1 a try because I wanted to simplify my supplements. I wanted a single solution to support my entire body, my gut, and my brain health. Since drinking AG1 daily, I've noticed that I feel a boost in energy, not just in the morning when I take it, but throughout my entire day. I used to rely on caffeinated pre-workouts, if you know, you know, but when I cut those out, I struggled with grogginess. Adding an AG1 in the morning covers my bases with 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, and ingredients like pre and probiotics, adaptogens, antioxidants, and whole food source nutrients. My favorite part of AG1? It's just one scoop, one scoop mixed in water once a day, every day. I love to add in a squeeze of half a lemon, a few drops of AG1's vitamin D3K2, and three ice cubes, approximately three ice cubes every single morning into my glass as well. This is a partnership made in heaven because AG1 is the supplement that I trust and have trusted since 2023 to provide the support that my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase exclusively at drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. That's drinkag1.com slash manifest daily. Check it out. Okay, for me, it's kind of crazy. It seems like hard to believe, but Clay and I, my boyfriend, we actually grew up like only 15 houses away from each other, like in the same neighborhood, went to the same elementary school, middle school, high what? school. And he was only one grade below me, but my s sister is two grades below me. So I know sometimes when you're younger, you don't usually know all the people in the other grades, but since my sister was two years younger and he was in the grade in between, like we had friends and like neighborhood family friends, like all within those age, age ranges. And so many of my boyfriend's friends were also like my friends or our parents were friends. And somehow we didn't cross paths. To me, it was like the universe just had these like walls up between our existence. Like we could write a book of like having hundreds of the exact same memories from elementary school. Like we were both like, yeah, every single day we played soccer on the soccer field. And I'm like, no, I did that. There was only 10 of us. Like, how did we not see each other? And it's not that I'm not remembering because yeah. I, had, I had crushes on like the other boys, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, so fast forward, I'm a freshman in high school and he would have been in eighth grade and he actually has a brother that's two years older than me. And so I used to kind of hang out with that friend group too. And then all of a sudden the younger brother started coming to parties and I was like, who's the hot boy? Like, who is this guy? And since he, you know, like when you're in high school to eighth grade, like that's a huge difference. So I was like, oh my gosh, like, mm -hmm. am I really interested in this middle schooler? And, <laughs> but I just thought he was like, I loved how he was super mysterious and he's a Leo, but he is coming into his Leo era. I have pulled it all out of him and now he is a 
shining Leo King. It is amazing. He's like a 180 from the man I met. Um, but yeah, so we, we had enough of like a little connection in high school, like hooked up, you know, hung out, but like, it was never really that deep. Like I went off to college, he went off to college in a different state. And then the night I was graduating college, I added him on Snapchat and he like replied and said this long message, like, hope you've been well. And I was like, okay. Oh, he has, (laughs) the man has spoken. Like he didn't used to usually like say such long messages. And so I was like, maybe he's single, maybe this is good timing. And so we just kind of kept in contact all summer. And then my lease was ending in August. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to, you know, when you're graduating, same as Kara just said, you're like, what is happening in the world? What am I doing with my life? I was like, Mm -hmm. if I'm going to be moving to another city, like I need to explore if this guy is a thing. And I had every intention of moving to Chicago. I think I went like three times that summer, found a roommate, went into her apartments. And I was like, I just need to see if this guy is the one so that I can either figure out if we're doing long distance in Chicago or if I can just close that chapter. So I was like, I'm going to go drive up and meet him. Yep. Then I met him and I like text my friend. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I can't move to Chicago. I love this guy. Like I, there's no way. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love one. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I am so here for this. I like, are you not obsessed with love? Like, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you guys are. Gives me like Hallmark channel vibes and I love that. Um, but, like, w- did y'all have, I guess, specific green flags that really stood out to you that you were like, oh, this is definitely my person because this has happened? Or was it kind of like, because you literally were like, I love this person. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not moving anymore. Like, h- how did that happen? What was the green flag for you? What was that moment? Hmm. I just immediately trusted him so much. Like, I could tell mm-hmm. from day one that he was so loyal and one of my previous relationships, like he just cheated all the time and always had a wandering eye. And when I met Clay, I was like, this man is a ride or die. Like he's not the type that like when, if you're out at a bar, like he's just kind of like looking for other women. He told me, maybe this is TMI for him. Sorry, Clay. (laughs) That he had like never had a random hookup with anyone. And I was like, this man is a gentleman. Like he is husband material. Like, and that's just what I wanted from someone was not this like player who thought that they were hot shit that like could just toss me to the side like I wanted someone who was gonna be really invested in our relationship and he has three older brothers growing up four boys and his parents and grandparents literally all of them either married their high school or college sweetheart and have been together ever since so to me I was just like this is a family who very much values like loyalty and commitment and like after being traumatized from other relationships like I just need that security. Yeah, I think green flags that I saw in Connor, same with you, like loyalty, 1000%. Great family. Like his parents are amazing. Same with you. Like I feel like you can tell a lot from someone from their family, which is like crazy and weird, but like his whole family is just amazing. And I'm like, okay, well, if that's who raised him, like he's obviously going to be great. Um, I always joke that like, I saw a TikTok once that someone's grandma was like, you should always find a man that loves you a little bit more than they love, than you love them. And I'm like, that's so funny. Cause I feel like Connor, like 1 million percent loves me and I love him too. I'm like, he almost like likes me like a little bit more. And he like, just does so many nice things for me. And yeah, like takes care of his health. I feel like that's always been a green flag. Like sure. We like to drink every now and then and 
have fun but he's like very much like goes to the gym and like doesn't really drink that much and like I don't know I think as we've grown our goals have just constantly aligned the same way and like what we value in life so yeah I think like having someone that has the same values as you is just like the biggest green flag of all yeah I think that's a huge one it's like the values and then making sure that you're actually what's the word it's that c word compatible Mm -hmm. (laughs) compatible Mm -hmm. because it's like it just because you again have fun with someone and you you're attracted to them doesn't always mean you're compatible I think the values is like a really good way to see that and I also you know going back to the astrology perhaps it's because I'm a Taurus I don't know but like loyalty is also very important to me so like making sure that I can like really trust someone and I think that also goes hand in hand too with like I don't know if y'all know y'all attachment styles, but I know just like the way um, I tend to be like my attachment style is like now it's like kind of disorganized, honestly. And that's something I'm working through. But within that, you know, obviously you don't want to be with a partner who is going to like trigger your anxiety around trust even more than it's already triggered just by like you thinking about relationships so having someone who's able to hold that safe space for you and be like no you know I am here for you and I I, my eye is not wandering Mm -hmm. like I'm only seeing you I think that's so important and uh, I love that y'all found that yeah anyone who's listening that might be single like you 100% deserve that we're not settling in 2023 or 2024 no more years of settling absolutely not ever (laughs) and it's never too late we can have what we want Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, because Clay and I didn't meet each other till like basically we had both graduated, you know, and they're, and that's even still young. Like, not that getting into a committed relationship when you're either either in high school or college is bad, but there is something special about someone who has already taken the chance to work on themselves, that they have gone through those life experiences. They've, like, Kara and Connor, like, they went and did the things that they wanted to do so that by the time that they got to a relationship, they're ready. Like, their heart is open and committed to doing that, and they know who they are. And, of course, we're all always a work in progress, and Clay's not the same person I started dating. Like, he's evolved. I've evolved so much. But it is nice when someone has had some life experience in them to know what their values are. No, I agree. I do think everyone is, you know, working on themselves consistently. And I feel like another big thing with relationships, too, is like as you're growing and evolving, if that person is growing and evolving alongside you, like parallel almost, or if y'all are growing apart. And I think sometimes when you get together with someone younger, and this can happen when you're older, too, that as you grow and come into your own as adults, that you end up drifting a bit and maybe figure out like, okay, we don't have the same values or whatever. But it is about checking in with yourself and saying like, what are my goals? What are my values? And is this person still on the same page as me as we grow? So yeah, I think uh it is never too late and obviously hearing your stories like super expansive for me and also anyone who's listening who's single karen allison this has been an amazing conversation so far and i want to wrap up our chat just give y'all both some time to chat about where we can find you online what you're up to what we can look forward to in upcoming content for both your podcast and maybe your socials as well okay well my name is allison wedig i have a store called new wave currently the instagram handle is at shop the new wave as i kind of mentioned it's in a transitionary period but there's definitely more to come with that on instagram and tiktok i'm just my first and last name 
a perk of having a weird last name. My family's the only Weddigs in the world, so my username is always available. It's A-L-L-I-S-O-N-W-E-T-I-G. And our podcast is Already Friends, alreadyfriendspodcast.com, and Already Friends on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Yeah, and Kara Kirkpatrick here. That's so funny that you said that because um, I also have a very unique name. My name is spelled the Irish way, so it's C-E-A-R-A, Kirkpatrick. But someone screenshotted and sent this to me last week. Apparently, there's a Kara Kirk, but it's like K-A-R-A and then K-U-R-K. And I don't, I'm like, who is this? <laughs> so there's another Kara Kirk out there. We will have to fight because there's only one Kara Kirk. <laughs> but no, uh, I post on TikTok. Um, I post a lot of photo <laughs> tips, how to take better photos, how to take photos by yourself or like when you're traveling or even just travel tips. I work in the travel media industry. So try to give tips here and there. So definitely check me out over there. Um, I post on Instagram as well. So yeah, C-A-R-A-K-I-R-K for that. But yeah, come hang out with us on the already friends podcast that's what we and allison do and we love having people like deandra on and having these fun conversations as well but also just sharing about our lives and yeah we like we said i think we said it earlier like we are not experts at anything but we're curious and we're trying to learn and you can learn too through our curiosity and how we're trying to get better because that's all you can do every day is try to get a little bit better at something so that's what we strive for <laughs> Exactly. So thank you both for joining me again and everything will be linked down below. So yeah. Thank you so much for having us. This was so fun. What if I told you that in 2024, you were going to travel more? I bet you would be excited because who doesn't have travel more on their 2024 vision board? But my loves, it's time to craft a bit of an action plan and take your first steps. And this is where I come in. I'm hosting a trip to Bali, May 23rd to May 29th, 2024 for the Manifest Daily community. I'm so excited about this one. We have a jam-packed itinerary. We have a Balinese cooking class, a sacred monkey forest visit, a coffee brewing workshop, literally the works because that's just a taste of the itinerary and this trip is a celebration of new beginnings and also a couple of birthdays so if you're curious about bali and you want to meet me there alongside a couple other wonderful amazing beautiful souls head to my website for more information themanifestly.com events visit the link in the show notes and yeah let's let's hang out in bali